Yeah, so I might have been just a little bit wrong about the national championship. Welcome back, everybody, to the Center of College Football. I'm your host, Jeffrey Galhoun, reporting, as always, from the Center of College Football, Columbia, Missouri. And we don't have a ton of games to go over today, just the two national championship games. So we'll start with the FCS one. Uh, North Dakota State, South Dakota State. Look, I picked South Dakota State to win, but I did not expect them to do this in this dominating a fashion. 45-21. Um, what a season by the Jackrabbits. Only loss coming to Iowa on the road by four points. I mean, losing to a, a decent enough FBS team and then rattling off 14 straight wins, sweeping your biggest rival, you know, beating them in the national championship, South Dakota State's first national championship, you know, taking a hit at the, the reign of glory that North Dakota State has had. Um, you know, North Dakota State didn't have a bad season either. Only three losses, one to Arizona, and then two to, of course, South Dakota State. But overall, a, a great year for both of these teams. Um, you know, I didn't get to watch nearly as much of this game as I wanted to. But, I mean, South Dakota State just, I mean, controlled it. I mean, you know, it, it, from, from beginning to end, um, I mean, South Dakota State was up 31-14 at halftime. And, I mean, 24 points in the second quarter alone just burned through uh, North Dakota State. So, shout out to Jackrabbits on a great season. And next, TCU Georgia for the year. FBS National Championship game. Um, look, I don't want to diminish what TCU did this year. Um, they had a great year and were one of the best teams in the country. That being said, Georgia proved that they are, without a shadow of a doubt, number one. Stetson Bennett had himself a day. 18 for 25, 304, four touchdowns. I mean, this team rushed for 250 four yards, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different players, um, you know, had carries, all of them with at least 10 more, or 10 or more yards, and just, uh, yeah, I mean, perfect 15-0, and 0, um, and I don't see this team slowing down, you know, their schedule next year is crazy easy, I could very well see this team three-peating, um, TCU, don't be diminished, um, you know, don't be discouraged, that's the word. Um, look, you guys didn't have a lot of talent. Um, this wasn't a very talented team, and they went 13-2. and two. National, national runner-ups, Big 12 runner-ups, Fiesta Bowl champions, um, first and only Big 12 team to win a playoff game. Uh, this was a great year for the Horned Frogs, and I'm excited to see what they do next year. So, I have a couple awards to give out, so this isn't a, you know three-minute episode. This episode is still going to be very short. I apologize for the late um, upload. School has been absolutely insane. Um, first couple weeks have been a lot more packed than I thought, so this will be a bit of a shorter episode, but I wanted to get this out. Um, first award I want to give out is the biggest turnaround. Um, without question, this has to go to Fresno State, um, and by biggest turnaround, I mean like mid-season turnaround. Um, this was a team that, you know, I mean, completely flipped the script, and I don't feel like people gave enough respect to. Um, Fresno State started off the year bad, like bad. Started the year 1-4, and four, only win was against Cal Poly. Um, they lost to UConn, you know, they got blown out by Boise State. It just, it did not look like it was going to be a good year. Um, then they started putting together wins. They beat San Jose State and New Mexico, who were, you know, okay to bad teams, um, then they picked up a couple good wins. You know, they beat San Diego State. Um, they blew out Wyoming in the season finale. 
and then they won the Mountain West um, in a revenge game against Boise State, and then they blew out Washington State in the LA Bowl. This team started out one and four and finished a ten-win team. That is next to impossible. And what the Bulldogs did should not go unnoticed. And really, I feel like it has. Biggest collapse. There were a few candidates for this. Um, Syracuse was definitely up there. Um, you know, starting out six and zero, finishing seven and five. Um, Kansas was a contender. Really, the reason I didn't consider Kansas was because you know, despite starting out five and zero and finishing six and seven, KU fans were happy with how this year went. They made a bowl game. They beat a ranked opponent. It was a good year. Um, but the team I ended up picking was Appalachian State. And maybe not necessarily record-wise, but definitely in the way the world viewed them. Um, App State's, you know, kicked off this season with one of the best games of the year, going round for round with North Carolina, dropping 61 points, and coming up just barely short, 63-61. to 61. Then, they went on the road and pulled off one of the biggest upsets of the season against number 6 Texas A&M and won 17-14. And they were on top of the college football world. Boone exploded. They got game day the next week um, where they played Troy. And on an insane Hail Mary, won that game 32-28. And in hindsight, really was one of the bigger upsets of the season as Troy finished 12-2 and and Sunbelt champions. Then they, you know, hit a bit of a bump and lost to James Madison. Kind of lost some of that publicity, you know, beat the Citadel. And then got rocked by Texas State. And Texas State was bad this year. I mean, Bobcats were 4-8. and eight, And then they just disappeared. Um, publicity was gone. Nobody really cared about them anymore. And they ended up finishing the year 6-6. Six and six. And because they had two FB, or FCS teams on the schedule, they didn't go to a bowl game. This team dropped 61 points on North Carolina and beat Texas A&M. And they didn't go to a bowl game. It, it's kind of insane, you know. And, you know, the teams they lost to weren't great. Um, you know, Texas State is bad. Um, Coastal Carolina was eh. Marshall was solid. Georgia Southern, I mean, was 7-6. and six. I mean, you know, they, they should have been better than all of these teams. And they just couldn't finish it out. So that is my pick for the biggest collapse. Biggest surprise, no question, TCU. I... No question, TCU. This team, I think I picked to finish second to last in the Big 12. Um, They haven't been to a bowl game since 2018. Um, They were supposed to go in 2020, but it got canceled. And, you know, some people predicted them to be eh, mediocre. But, I mean, this is unreal. Lower, Lower national championships odds than Nebraska. South Carolina, Auburn, Iowa State, and they made it to the national championship. They they were one of the best teams in the country. They just – we haven't seen a Cinderella story like this in a long time, in a long time. And TCU needs to be proud of what they did. Um, my biggest letdown, honestly, was Northern Illinois. Um, this may seem like a weird pick, but I was pretty high on this team. Um, I picked them to go 10-2. and two. And I think a lot of people were pretty high on them, too. You know, maybe not as high as I was, but, you know, a lot of people had them winning the MAC. A lot of people had them um, as a very good group of five team, Um, you know, maybe potentially even a dark horse for the Cotton Bowl. And that didn't happen. Um, 
finished three and nine, last in the division. Really, their only high point was blowing out Eastern Michigan, which I'll admit, like, was kind of impressive. You know, Eastern Michigan was a nine-win team, and they beat them by twenty-nine. But I mean, you know, Western Michigan they beat solid enough. Um, but I mean, they barely beat Eastern Illinois, and I mean, you know, they they lost to Ball State, who went five and seven. Um, and they got boat raced by Akron, who is hot garbage. I mean, you know, especially after last year, you know, beating Georgia Tech, um, you know, going round for round with Coastal Carolina, winning the MAC, winning nine games. This team was supposed to be good, and they just simply weren't. I mean, it was embarrassing how bad this team was. You know, they went round for round with a couple um, SEC teams, I mean, Vanderbilt and Kentucky, but just they could never really finish out games um you know a lot of these losses were close and it just it ruined their season for them best group of five team no question Tulane no question Tulane I think there were two two um teams that finished 12 and 2 Troy was up there as well um but look Tulane beat the big 12 champion and beat USC and roared back to beat USC um you know the Southern Miss loss was weird um the fact that it happened is still kind of head-scratching. Um, the UCF loss was also weird, but they came back and avenged that. And, you know, they're the first group of five team to win a New Year's Six Bowl since Scott Frost, UCF. And, yeah, the the turnaround that Willie Fritz has created as well is impressive. They were 2-10 and ten last year. I had them being better. I mean, I think I had them like 7-5, and five, but doing what they did, especially in the American, you know, with – Cincinnati went to the playoffs last year. UCF, who, you know, really has been amazing. Memphis, who was up there. Houston, who was supposed to be, you know, the, the you know, top group of five team this year. And they beat them all. I'm not sure if they played Memphis, but they, they ran through that conference. You know, again, they hit a bump with UCF, but they avenged that. And what a year for Tulane. Worst Power 5 team, um, it's got to go to Northwestern. It was close between Northwestern and Colorado um, because I feel like Northwestern's win over Nebraska is better than Colorado's win over Cal. But at the same time, Northwestern took some bad losses. Also, Miami of Ohio, who was 6-7, and seven, and they lost to Southern Illinois, um, who didn't even make the FCS playoffs. Um, I mean, they were bad. Um, I mean, and the thing is, they looked like they were going to be good. You know, week one, you know, played well against Nebraska. Evan Hull had himself a day. Um, and it just didn't work out. So, yeah. Um, finally, my game of the year. Um, I'm not going to do a whole top ten just because I, um, you know, that's going to be difficult. This year was great. Um, TCU versus Michigan was definitely up there. One of the best games I've seen in a long time. Um. Ohio State, Georgia was up there. North Carolina, um, App State, NC State, ECU, um, all incredible games. But number one has to go to Tennessee, Alabama. Um, because, you know, again, while TCU-Michigan was great, TCU really controlled that game. Um, but Tennessee-Alabama was a back-and-forth shootout for the ages. Um, and the, the storylines behind it. Of, of Tennessee stapping this streak of, you know, solidifying themselves as a great team. It, it was 
it was incredible to watch. As you know, as difficult as it was with how much I like Bama, um, this was a glorious, glorious game, and one of the best I've seen in a long time. So yeah, those are my awards. Um, those were how my picks did. Um, overall in the season, I got 659 games right and 263 games wrong. It's about 71.5%. Not horrible. Um, so yeah, thank you guys again for a great season. Um, my way too early predictions will be coming out soon. So yeah, with that, I am your host, Jeffrey Calhoun, reporting as always from the Center of College Football, signing out.